All right, so after Peter went and saw Cornelius and the Gentiles received the word, a lot of the other believers heard about that. And he went up to Jerusalem, and there was a group of people who thought that Gentiles had to become circumcised and fulfill the law of Moses if they were going to be saved. And they criticized Peter. And they said, you went to the house of these Gentiles, these uncircumcised men, and you ate with them. But Peter explained to them everything that happened and how God had shown him that he had cleansed their hearts by faith and that he shouldn't call anything unclean that God had made clean. And he told them how the Holy Spirit fell on those Gentiles when they believed. And when they heard these things, they fell silent and they glorified God, saying, Then to the Gentiles also, God has granted repentance that leads to life. And this gave them great joy. And you know, one thing that's really important about that is the way they reacted. Like, they thought they were right before, and then they listened to what Peter said, and they realized that they were wrong, and they were happy that they were wrong. You know, when Jesus was preaching to the Pharisees and trying to teach them that it was good news that he was, that the tax collectors and sinners were coming to repentance, they never listened to him. And here, these people listen, and they don't, they don't, like it all mean and ah, we're not gonna listen to that now this isn't gonna be the end of the problem but at least some of them listen and just realize that they were wrong and they're happy about it but some people scattered because of the persecution that had arisen and they traveled so believers traveled to different places and and god did this on purpose sometimes we might think and maybe some of the believers were thinking, well, why would God allow us to be persecuted like this? Why would he allow Stephen to die? Why would he let the Jews do this? Well, what happened? The, be the believers spread to all these different places, and they preached the word there so that more people believed. But there were some men of Cyprus and Cyrene. At first, they weren't preaching to anyone except Jews. But some of them uh, came also preaching the Lord Jesus to the Greek. And the hand of the Lord was with them, and a great number who believed turned to the Lord. And the report of this came to the church in, church in Jerusalem. So they sent Barnabas to Antioch, and when he saw the grace of God, he exhorted them to remain faithful. So Barnabas went to Tarsus to look for Saul, and when he found him, he brought him to Antioch. And for a whole year, they met with the church and taught many people. And in those days, prophets came down from Jerusalem to Antioch, and one of them was named Agabus. And he stood up and foretold by the Spirit that there was going to be a great famine over all the world. So the disciples determined to, according to their ability, send relief to the believers who were in Judea. That means they sent help. They sent like money and stuff to help them because they knew they were going to be having some trouble. But about that time, Herod the king... Herod. It's always bad news with Herod, isn't it? He's not even an actual king. He's not. This is a different Herod than the one that tried to kill Jesus when he was a baby. I mean, they're all bad. Okay, like all the Herods are bad. But, and they call them all King Herod. None of them are kings, and they're all bad. But anyway, so this one, um, I think this is, I'm pretty sure, I'm quite sure actually, this is the same one that uh, executed Jesus along with Pilate. Remember, Pilate sent Jesus to Herod, and it would be the same one that executed John the Baptist. So he cut off John the Baptist's head. He didn't do anything to help Jesus when he was crucified. And now he killed James, the brother of John with a sword. And when he saw that it pleased the Jews, he arrested Peter too. So like, remember, there was that group that Jesus would always take with him, Peter, James, and John. 
Now he's killed James. Now he's arrested Peter. And they put him in prison. And on, he was intending that on the Passover, he's going to bring him out to the people because he knew that the, a lot of the Jewish people didn't like the apostles at this point. And he wanted to like, get them to like him by, by killing, killing people. Not good, right? Yeah. Now, when Herod was about to bring him out on that very night, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers bound with two chains. Think about how funny that is. Peter is literally not, like, been violent at all. I mean, sure, when they arrested Jesus, he cut off a guy's ear. That was a while ago. That's not what this is about. Peter's just been preaching. All he's been doing is teaching people about Jesus. Not only do they arrest him, they've got him bound between two soldiers with two chains around him. They don't just have him in a prison cell. The two soldiers are standing right next to him the whole time. Like he's some kind of deranged, crazy, super violent, dangerous criminal. And then an angel of the Lord stood next to Peter and a light shone in the cell. And he hit Peter on the side of the head. The angel did. And woke him up. Because he was sleeping. And he said, that is true. That's what it says. Yeah. I mean, he didn't hit him to hurt him. He hit him to wake him up. He said, get up quickly. And the chains fell off Peter's hands. And the angel said, dress yourself and put on your sandals. And he did so. And he said, wrap your cloak around you and follow me. And he went out and followed him. And Peter didn't even know if this was real or if it was like a vision. He thought he was maybe dreaming. And when they passed the first and the second guard, he didn't even notice. They came to the iron gate leading into the city. And it opened for them all on its own. Like, that's probably what Shadow thinks when he, like, puts his nose above the garbage can lid and just opens. And he's like, oh, an angel has done this for me so I can eat the garbage. But in Peter's case, the, it was God who opened the, the gate like that. And Peter, like, came to himself. And he realized that this wasn't a dream. And he said, I am sure the Lord sent his angel to rescue me from the hand of Herod. So when he realized this, he went to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose other name was Mark. So there's, this isn't John the, the Apostle. This is John Mark, the guy who wrote the Gospel of Mark. And his mom's name was Mary, like apparently everyone else's name was also Mary. Yeah, Mary. <laughs> there's Mary, the mother of Jesus, Mary, the mother of James and John, the Mary, most, the mother of John Mark, Mary Magdalene. Yeah, there's like... Everyone's Mary. The, the three most common names are Mary... Simon, Simon and John. James. Pretty much, pretty much. James. There's quite, there's several Jameses as well. But. We said Simon at the same time. Anyway, so when he knocked the door of the gateway to the house um, where the believers were gathered, a servant girl named Rhoda came to answer, and she recognized Peter's voice. Like, that's Peter. And in her joy, she didn't even open the gate. She left him standing there. And she ran into the believers who were there praying for God to deliver Peter. And she told them, Peter's standing at the gate. And they said, you're crazy. They didn't believe her. But she kept insisting that it was so. And they said, no, 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 it's not him. It's his angel. Whatever that means. So Peter kept knocking. And finally they opened and it was him. And they were amazed. And he motioned to them to be silent and described to them how the Lord had brought him out of prison. And so they told these things to the other apostles. And when day came, there was no little disturbance among the soldiers because the soldiers woke up. Imagine me and those soldiers. They had Peter chained in between them and they woke up and he was gone. And they didn't know where he was. And Herod searched for him and he couldn't find him. And he examined sentries who were on guard and he ordered them to be put to death. All right, so after that, um, Herod was angry with the people of Tyre and Sidon. And they came to him and they persuaded the king's chamberlain to speak to the king on their behalf, to King Herod anyway. 
And that's because they needed his country for food. And on an appointed day, he came out in his royal robes and he delivered an oration, a speech. It was all fancy to them. He thought it was very important. And the people said, oh, it's the voice of a god, not of a man. And immediately, <laughs> and immediately, an angel of the Lord struck him down dead. Who? Herod, because he did not give God the glory and he was eaten by worms mm. and breathed his last. Uh-huh. But the word of God increased and multiplied. This is really important. You see how it says this? We get this story. Here's the story. The world looks at the story. The newspapers look at the story. And they're like, oh, look, Herod the king. He killed James. He arrested Peter. What's going to happen to the Christian church? The government's going to stomp it out. And then Peter is set free from prison. Herod dies. And the word of the Lord increases. God's point is very clear. It does not matter what human governments try to do. They cannot stop the spread of the word. God is going to use all things to make his word spread and grow and bring people to believe in him. And these human rulers who think that they're like God, they're going to die. And they're going to meet their maker. And they're going to be eaten by worms. And their kingdom will end. But the kingdom of God will not end. And so it's also an exhortation to earthly rulers to remember that and be humble in the role that God has given them. No, no, no. Yes, Anastasia? Uh, Like, it's the opposite. Well, one one at a time. She was was trying to talk before you were. Both of you can have your turn. Yes. Scattering the people that you want to kill because they are saying, saying stuff that you do not like. They will just say that stuff more in well, that place that you put them. Yep, that's how God made it work. Yes, Ma? Are the same thing that Caleb did to Peter and John, but they come out. Yeah. Well, also, yeah, well, Peter didn't get killed yet. Uh, J- James did. But when James died, where'd he go? Heaven. Heaven. When Herod died, where do you think he went? Hell. Pretty sure. So, so God wins. That's the point. <laughs>